to the Mudhorn Clan cast on the Fangirl Zone. I am Beskar Dave. I'm Sean Fangirl S. And I'm Sith Lord Steve. Today we'll be talking about Chapter 17 of The Mandalorian, titled Postate, Episode 1 of Season 3, written by John Favreau and directed by Rick Famiyama. Okay, show news. And this had me seriously doing my fangirl arm flail, and you probably heard the squee across the country, if not across the globe. John Favreau says Mandalorian Season 4 is written and is on schedule to film this year. Yes. That's right. Oh, Another smoke. season <laughs> with Pedro Pascal, who has become, and I'm sure you gents know, the internet daddy. He is like yeah. everywhere, and everyone is in love with him, and I am and have been on that boat since Game of Thrones. So I'm totally fine with getting more and more Pedro Pascal on my screen. And especially because he's on two super incredible shows right now, Mandalorian and The Last of Us. We don't podcast about, but three of us do talk about that. And I love all the artwork going around with crossovers that they're going to have. And it's just a joke, just because he's like super popular right now. And so is Baby Grogu, and so is Ellie. So... You got all three of them on a horse somewhere, riding through the cottons. <laughs> yeah. So, quick episode recap. How about six words? Ready? Yeah. The Mandalorian begins an important journey. I, I think I need a mu- musical accompaniment with that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but we might as well get to the initial reactions, too. So, go ahead, Sean, what you have. Oh, my gosh. Like I said, total squee happened because I was so happy that it was back. And this episode... I mean, obviously, I want all the episodes to be super long because we don't have a ton of them. <laughs> but I really liked it. And I felt like, OK, we got a lot in, in this episode, which we don't always get a lot going on. So I feel like there was a lot of little pieces that were dropped for us that will take us through not only this show. And we will talk about that, but another Star Wars universe show that will be coming. What about you, Steve? Yeah, I enjoyed it. Good show. Had quite a bit of action that <laughs> wasn't anticipated or expected, but the two fight scenes I thought were pretty good. That looked like a giant crocodile to me. <laughs> <laughs> the artwork was awesome, though, for that. Right. I, I, called, it the, I called it the Turtlesaurus. Yeah. <laughs> Turtlesaurus wreck. Yeah. Anything else? Nope. Okay. Okay, what was your reaction? Okay, well, I don't know. I thought it was a little thin on narrative, great on action. I mean, yeah, it was good, but we're about to get into our top three moments, which is usually a positive thing, but there's three things I didn't like, if you indulge me. <gasps> what? What? <laughs> don't you talk bad about daddy? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Worry. <laughs> I, I, I didn't like the, the animal cruelty to start it. I felt bad for the poor Turtlesaurus. One of them was going up on the beach to lay its eggs, and all those Mandalorians are standing around like, get off my beach. How, how do we know that cave isn't in it? A nursery for its eggs. I, I don't know. Oh that's the way gosh. I think. Yeah. I, and I didn't like uh, Karga's intolerance towards a creature slash critter. As Mando says, he's got a name and he goes, you say so. What? All the creatures he's around to and he's, he's like, this one doesn't matter. Thanks. Yeah. And then I thought that lastly, this is not as big as the others, but they kill, they kill a bunch of innocent miners on that asteroid when they had that battle and that thing slammed, uh, the spaceship slammed into one of the rigs. I'm like, well. There goes those miners. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I did kind of think about that, and I was like, hopefully nobody was working. It was like an <laughs> off day for everyone. Not like Andor, where they had shift morning, noon, and night. Right. Yeah, maybe they take an entire day to reset. I don't know. With hope. <laughs> it was a holiday. 
That was probably the living quarters. Well, let's all go to bed. Yeah. Oh, oh God. Oh. You went dark. Oh, yeah, it just bothered me. I couldn't believe Cargo was treating, uh, I mean, one of the cutest creations in Star Wars history. Everybody was like, oh, my God, baby Grogu. This guy's like, yeah, whatever, the critter. Got a name, <laughs> if you say so. Yeah. It's like, dude, right. a baby can crush your head, maybe. Yeah, really? Just yeah. give it a little a new, what is the kid? Not, uh, the little, I can't remember, the comic show, the guy used to sit up on a roof in his chair and squish people's heads like grapes. You know, they're at a Oh, dis- my God. That is the kids <laughs> in the hall. Because I do yes, the kids in the hall. your head and squishing I your squish. head. Yeah. <laughs> you ever watch that, Steve? Nope. Nope. Well, I'm <laughs> going to sit across from your, your house and squish your head. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get into our top three moments, starting with number three. Sean? Oh, my gosh. This is hard because there was so much going on. Honestly, and no, this is probably my top top one, so I can't say that one yet. I would say when Grogu was in the ship and where we're assuming that Dinjarin was kind of napping, but Grogu kind of pops up in his lap and is looking and he sees the Pergil. Because I wanted so much to happen, and now that I think of it, that something may have happened, which I don't want to just ruin just yet, but there may have been some communication happening that's going to lead us to another show that we just don't know because mm. they didn't put it out there right now. Right. Mm. Right. My number three is Bo-Katan's attitude. Oh, my God. <laughs> I did love that attitude. I, I wrote down, indolent. Yeah. <laughs> With repairing IG-11 requiring more work than he expected, Din Djarin decides to reunite with another member of his merry band on the way and visits Bo-Katan. Former ally is now hanging out in a castle and she has a bad attitude. Turns out that since Din Djarin owns the Darksaber now and is the rightful ruler of all Mandalorians, or he would be if not for the helmet thing, nobody <laughs> is... Is especially interested in supporting Team Bo-Katan anymore, and all of her friends are now either dead or running around as mercenaries. She tells him that the living waters beneath the mine still exist, and he just has to look under a civic center, which can't possibly be as boring as it sounds. And then she says goodbye to him in a mean way, and the episode just ends. <laughs> I'm thinking, how long has she just been sitting there in that really uncomfortable-looking chair, too? No. Right. Like throw a pillow on there or something. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I think the air is so stale in there. Even that, that droid stays outside. I'm like, I'm not going in there with her. She's right. She's too bitter for me. Yeah. She's, she's moping. Yeah. All right, Dave, you're number three. Yeah. Base whales. <laughs> I love that, too. You conflated both of my uh, three and two, Sean. Oh. So at first I, I separated the two. I said, I love the space whale. But if, if I can jump to my number two, since they're both connected, I liked how Grogu leaves his little bubble to cuddle with Din while he's taking a nap. So that was my number two. I actually. was like, it was adorable. Yeah, it was and adorable. I like how I he mean, slips underneath the ammo belt. Yeah. Right. Even my husband was like, aw. Yeah, right? It was just so cute. So, right. okay, since you, you said the space whales, do you think that this is leading into Ahsoka? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. The connection. <laughs> I started seeing a whole bunch of uh, theories on YouTube, and including clips from Clone Wars, or was it Rebels? Either way, I'm like, yeah, oh, wow. Huh? I think it was Rebels. Yeah, Rebels, okay. I yeah, think. Rebels. Yeah. And I think, oh, uh, here we go. That's neat. I'm, I'm glad we got to see him again. Sean, you're number two. Okay. So, all about Baby Grogu. Number two, when 
they were fighting the pirates and he's like, oh, got to strap in. And he <laughs> like gets under and puts like, was it a seatbelt or was it just the ammo belt? I think it's because the ammo belt. When he was like going upside down, his little arms are up. I'm like, this is a ride. Okay, dude, yes. he's totally giving this to us <laughs> next. We're going to be like, Grogu, point of view. This is how we're going to do the next awesome ride somewhere in the Disney World universe. That has to be amenable too, just because it was like so fun. It wasn't even just like, oh yeah, this is getting everywhere. It was just that moment was just really fun. And then you just seen Mando kick ass. It's like, yeah, and stay out is what I kept thinking with the pirates because I wasn't going to the dark place that Dave took us to <laughs> a few minutes ago. <laughs> but I'm like, damn, all right, he's got this. A dark place. You That's- went to a dark place. <laughs> Uh, still feeling the effect of being a Sith Lord like Steve <laughs> back in the day. <laughs> well, my number two is Mando saves the children of the Watch. We see the armorer crafting a new Mandalorian helmet. She brings it out onto a beach where several dozen Mandalorians stand all wearing bright, burly pieces of armor. Everyone has a helmet on except for a boy standing in the water. Is that Din Djarin as a child? Yeah, oh my god, so that's too, what yeah. I thought. Yeah. Nope. Flashback. A man named Ragnar begins to pledge allegiance to the way of the Mandalore, putting on a helmet he can never take off. It's an important ceremony to these people that seem to be going well until a massive creature that looks like a huge alligator jumps out of the water. Battle ensues, and despite Mandalorians being known for their prowess in battle, all the bombs and cables and blasters aren't doing a thing. People are dying, young Ragnar almost buys it, and even the armorer herself can't do anything. Until an N1 starfighter flies in and saves the day. Fun action sequence to start the season to be sure, and the visual effects are second to none. And seeing so many Mandalorians fighting with their awesome weapons is satisfying. Still, you do get the sense that maybe these Mandalorians, the ones beholden to the way, aren't quite the warriors they're cut out to be if 50 of them can't defeat this creature, but one starship can. <laughs> I mean, well, it didn't take that many people to take down that giant, what, dragon. Right. So. Uh, do you think the Mandalorian was showing up there just so he could make an appeal to... uh the armor, the armor yeah. once again. Oh, yeah. And convince yeah, her about the healing waters, I guess. She seemed mad that, like, he saved them. Like, oh, yeah, fine. I, I just saved all you guys. What the hell? Yeah. All right, let's move on to number one, Sean. Oh, wait. Let me say one thing, though, too, about that moment that you had. Because I was wondering what was, like, the point. Because I didn't think we'd seen them baptize anybody before. Like, right. I thought we had throwbacks. And that one, I don't want to say comedian, but that one guy who does the Obi-Wan thing that like rips on the Mandalorian, like his like reviews of it. He did that moment and he's like, did that guy try to uppercut a giant crocodile? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) It was hilarious. You got to find it. I know I said it. I said it before the name. It's just, it's really funny and goofy. But uh, (laughs) my number one moment. Oh my gosh. The super adorable moment with Grogu and the, oh god, what are they? The Andarlians? The Baba And Zellans? And Zellans? Okay. Because he's just like looking at them. And I don't know how they did it because I swear they said it was basically the puppet, but he had this look on his face like, look at how cute they are. And he just kept creeping (laughs) on it and creeping on it. And then grabs it and squeezes it and i love it it's like no no squeezy no squeezy, bad baby 
it was just the cutest moment and I couldn't help it. And it was such a dad thing when Mando's like, he's young. It's like, oh my God. Yes, but he's squeezing the hell out of the little guy. At least he didn't try to eat him. Yeah. I think we're making progress there, but it was just that look at it's so cute. Like he's seen a puppy like that. The look I have when I see puppies and I'm like, I just want to pet it. Right. That's what it was. Right. All right. My number one is Pirates in Space. (laughs) Isn't that a movie? Yeah. (laughs) Ninjaran immediately takes on the side quest of getting a new memory circuit for IG-11 because... God forbid he gets to the proverbial fireworks factory with any kind of urgency. But he gets ambushed by pirates when he tries to fly away from Navarro. Space battle is pretty slick, showing Din Djarin's new ship in action, and the way he kept popping out of nowhere to smoke these jerks is cool. But it's all a trick to lead him right to the main ship of pirate king Gorian Shard, who turns out to be a swamp thing. Oh my god, yep. I'm glad you said that. I'm like, yeah. is this like Oscar the Grouch or what? Yes. Here? <laughs> he threatens Dinjarin, but Dinjarin escapes, and that's the last we'll see of Captain Swamp Thing, maybe. Is somebody call him Seaweed the Hut? Yes. <laughs> hey, Dave, you're number one. Oh, my number one is IG. I'm going to go dark again, Sean. IG 11 oh. going all Terminator on them. Yes. <laughs> First of all, that like, was a comment from my oh, husband, too. He's like, look, oh my goodness. along the Terminator. He gets up. First, he has his little white lights. Then they all go red. And he sits up, kill, kill. And then he's like, oh, it's even better when he starts, like, dragging himself across the floor just because he, he needs to kill baby Grogu. <laughs> that was freaking me out. I'm like, oh, my God. And of course, they had to end it with a, a pun or a joke, which wasn't necessary. But seeing that thing trying to kill him was like, that freaked me out. Yeah. He gave you that tense moment. Oh my gosh, is he going to grab him? So, honorable mention, because obviously there was so much going on. So, I have two. I probably have more than that. But in that same vein, Dave, when Baby Grogu gets just tossed across the room, and he's just like, groin? Like, no big deal. And then earlier when he's using the force just to spin himself around and giggle. I'm like, yeah, it's awesome. It's like, really? We're going to do force push and just like, hee hee hee, I'm going in circles. <laughs> I think there's probably a third one for me. Cause there, like I said, there was a lot of little moments when they were walking into town and he's in his little carriage. And when we do finally see like the bad guys when they're in town and he's just like, and kind of moves to the side because I'm like, he can crush all of you. Yes. We don't want him to because that would be bad baby for real. But it's like, oh, you guys just don't know. And I was worried that was Hondo first. I'm like, did they make Hondo look like that? That looks horrible. Because Hondo has extra little tentacles or something. But that's just me. So, Steve, what were your honorable mentions for this episode? Well, of course, the space whales and spinning in Greece chair (laughs) and wanting to hug Babu Fricks. (laughs) (laughs) And, of course, the return of IG-11. It's going to take two or three episodes before they find a memory circuit to get IG-11 back up and running again. That surprised me, IG. I really wasn't expecting that no. back at all. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> yeah, I wonder how successful that is because later on we see an R5, you know, in all the teasers in the back of the N1 fighter. So right. was that unsuccessful? I, I know some people were like giving the face palm to an, an extra quest because that's all they've done previously too. Like really, multiple quests? Can we just get to Mandalore? Yeah, oh, side quest. Side quest. Side quest. <laughs> He's seen a, a cat in a ray of sunshine and he had to talk to him, you know, just like Dungeons and Dragons or something. Yeah, right. 
When I was a kid, I used to watch a show called uh, Johnny Side Quest. I remember that. <laughs> all right. I got some honorable mentions, too. First of all, I liked uh, Grogu Hugs All the Anzellans. That was wicked cute, we say, in this part of the world. <laughs> it, it was also funny watching Karga outside. I'm not sure how Mandalorian got inside that shop. Maybe they have one crawled. of those. Yeah, uh, not in that door. I'm hoping on the sidewalk they had one of those old-fashioned things like you see in the movies in New York City where that's how they get stuck down to the basement. The elevator just comes (laughs) up and down. Right. (laughs) Uh, I love how the way they talked uh, and uh, Karga and uh, Amanda going back and forth with the translation they really didn't need. I understood everything. Yeah. But but my husband's like, I didn't understand it all. I'm like, what? What? (laughs) All you have to do is pay attention. (laughs) I like how they say poodoo. Ah, rugged poodoo. <laughs> and lastly, Bo-Katan's uh, indolence on the throne. Like, well, it, I found that a little pathetic. Well, somebody has to do my job. It's me. I'm sitting on the throne. That's my job. Nobody's here. Even my droid won't come inside. <laughs> did you think that's going to change? I feel like it will because think, of the previews well, we've seen. Obviously, uh, yeah, they're going to join up somehow. He went to join her. Mando went to join her. I think she's going to decide to join him. But I worry that. She's going to do so only because that's the quickest way to uh, dark saber. Right. Why can't we trust her? Yeah. Some of the stuff she said, she just waved that thing around. It's like, girl, stop. Crazy. I'm just saying. Think about what you say it. I wonder if we'll see Grogu wield the dark saber for some reason. I don't know. That <laughs> and he'd can't... be like, yeah, come for it now, biatch. <laughs> I, I, I think, I, I imagine a scene where she's like standing over Mando and I'm like, where is it? Give it to me. I want that. And then uh, we hear like a little gurgling in the background and there's uh grogu in his face pod there floating along and then the uh he opens up the dark saber it's like get away from my dad yeah <laughs> i will take you out well anything else on this episode nope. i kind of want a little bit more information on the jawa guy that uh, mando has because apparently he's got a guy right how did he get that like specifically that mandalorian crystal just happened to be in the hands of some Jawas. It's like, okay, you got a guy. I got it. Right. Yeah, everybody's got a guy. Yeah. Well, he needs to get the <laughs> IG part from the guy then, because obviously there's something going on. He'll probably have to go see Pelly to see yeah. his well, Jawa she's guy. She's supposed to be back, so. Yep. Okay, as we wrap things up here, let's do a rating out of five. I'll go first. So oh I gosh. gave... Oh, God. <laughs> I gave it as I mentioned, some of the negative stuff before. So I, I can't go into a five out of five or a four out of five. I gave it three out of five tossing Grogu's. <laughs> I'm going to have to give it four out of five hugging Grogu's. <laughs> and I'll split the two of you. I'm giving it 3.5 out of five. Cargan needs a sheriff. Yeah. Uh, you mentioned the sheriff from uh, Boba Fett show. Right. Oliphant. Yeah. My, my, uh, my I went right to that. I'm like, hello. Well, he may still be healing in that band. back to tank. Back to tank. You never know. Well, we'd love to hear your thoughts on each and every episode this season. Our deadline for feedback is 6 p.m. Eastern every Friday during the season. You can send your feedback via email or audio to contact us at fangirlzone.com. Please review and rate us on iTunes and any other platform you use for your podcast with good ratings and reviews. It helps other fans of those who will find us as there are plenty of other Mandalorian podcasts out there. Tell your friends, and I hope you're enjoying our podcast. And don't forget to check out the other great Fangirl Zone podcast. There's so many that you can find over at www.fangirlzone.com. We have some great ones, like 
just saying the captain's chair. You might like the host. I don't know. <laughs> it may sound familiar. And we have our contact page with all the ways to get a hold of us. And anything you want to share with us, we will respond to you. So for this episode of the Mudhorn Clan Cat, this is Sith Lord Steve. You said the curse was a lie. Make up your damn mind. <laughs> I'm Sean Fangirl S. No, no, bad baby. No squeezy. This is Beskar Day. Do you suppose that uh, Bo-Katan throne has, is like a recliner, too, like I had in my first car? There is nothing wrong with your internet. Do not attempt to adjust your settings. We are controlling the podcast. We control the squealing and the screams. We can make your heart flutter, your eyes blur from tears, or sharpen your mind to crystal clarity. For the next hour, sit back. We are in control of what you hear. We repeat, there is nothing wrong with your settings. You are about to experience the awe and mystery known as the female mind. You are now entering the Fangirl Zone.